Welcome to Finding Monster Rights, show about finding monsters, right? Right. My name is Adam. And we're back. We're the pod behind the cast. And we're out of control. We're back. We're doing a Friday the 13th episode on Friday the 13th. Uh, if you can believe that nonsense. Now, Adam, I know what you're going to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh, do you now? Yeah. It's Thursday, June 25th. How can it be Friday the 13th? Well, let me tell you. I've taken some precautionary measures against this question that I thought you might ask, but your air conditioning is broken, and you said <laughs> you were just having a busy day and you didn't have time for my shit. So. <laughs> I, I, that's a way meaner than what I said. I'm way meaner than you. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Uh, but I am getting some real, like, you know, <laughs> Camp Crystal-like vibes from my apartment right now. Hmm. Just with the, you know, uh, I feel like I'm out in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> uh, away from civilization and the technology of our day. Yeah, I live in the suburbs, too. So <laughs> uh, so what I've done is I have looked up the Mayan calendar, and wouldn't you know, today is the 13th day of the month of Kiab. That makes it the 13th, but it's still Thursday. So what I did is I made myself a cheeseburger and I taped a bunch of shit to my walls. Do you know why I've done this, Adam? I, I do not know why. I... Because, Elema, now technically the room where I record is a TGI Fridays. And in here, it is always Friday. Therefore, I have made it Friday the 13th. You know, I, I thought the <laughs> okay. I thought the weirdest discovery was going to be that I'm Slenderman of last week, <laughs> but the the conversion. No, we decanonized that. That's very important that we decanonize that. <laughs> the fact, the realization that you've uh, altered your your recording space into a TGI Fridays is. <laughs> I, I was not ready for that. One of the many uh, things I've taped to my wall is uh, the. Uh, Jason Voorhees mask that I uh, had when I dressed up as Frayson Vorkrug's freshman year. Right. Uh, which, uh, speaking of which, hey, uh, the our the topic of this week is uh, Scoutmaster Voorhees. Would Jason be a good Cub Scout leader? Would Jason be a good Cub Scout leader? You know Jason, right? <laughs> you knew well, Jason even as a freshman in college. I did know a Jason. It wasn't the same Jason, but he was as much of a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, he wears the mask, uh, gets the machete, and hurts. <laughs> and hurt, no, not doesn't hurt. Kill. Uh, uh, teens practicing the, the no nos with each other. Well, you know, I've done we, a we're, little bit. Hang on, we're we're explicit on on Apple <laughs> podcasts. I don't know why I'm. I'm doing this this like song and dance right now. Your Must brain be... has melted. <laughs> yeah, I think the NCAA has has some involvement right now with my brain. The NCAA? Yes. The National Collegiate Athletics Association? Is that what it is? Yeah, I think you might mean the MPAA. <laughs> ah, the MPAA. 
Oh god, I can't talk through this mask. It's really hot and sweaty under here also. That's a that's a fact that people can't relate to, huh? <laughs> right. Um uh, uh so yes, uh we want to take it's a It's the sweat behind the mask. Sorry. We want to take a look at the antagonist of the Friday the 13th films. Or protagonist. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Cuz think about it. Yeah, he's the one you root for. Which is weird to me. I watched Freddy vs. Jason because I started watching it once in college, probably when I was addressed as Frayson Vorkrug's, a combination of Jason Voorhees and Freddy Krueger. And you were watching it and you said, dads? (laughs) Dads, listen, stop fighting. Well, no, I I started watching it and never finished it. And upon rewatching it, I kind of figured out why. Like, that's the slasher genre is just not for me. And I figured this out watching the Cinemassacre reviews of all of them, uh, because I did not watch all of the Friday the 13th movies. But because I did that for Kong, but I'm not doing it for this one. And they're supposed to be like scary and also kind of funny. But what I got was they were just sad and kind of gross. Yeah, especially uh, Friday versus Jason. Whenever I think of images from that movie, it's just... Like, it's real slick. There's, like, these scenes of these teens, like, comforting each other because their friends are dead, and there's just, like, little tiny shots of a little bit of blood that looks kind of fake, and then, like, it cuts away to something else because the MPAA won't let him show blood, which, like, they're already watching a horror movie. Just show them all the blood, all the special effects they want to do. Right. Uh, so this uh, this mad murder of the woods... Uh, oh, damn it, we're still in the woods. Yeah. It's mad, it's mad murder of the woods, of the lake, in, in mm. various incarnations. He's uh, 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 frequently spotted at Camp Crystal Lake, and he uh, has a, a, not a, he has an interesting relationship with the, the clientele there. Yes. So, as a child, Jason was uh, a deformed little Jason, and he was uh, he was picked on and teased, and eventually, a bunch of a mob of fifties children just chased him into a lake, and at least that's what it is in Freddy vs. Jason. It might have been different in some other incarnations, but yes, uh, that 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 history has has changed over the years. Uh, but it's all, that's the, the nut of it. That's the core. Well, the very core is that the camp counselors were supposed to be watching him, but they were too busy having sex somewhere because they were horny teens. And so they let him drown. And so when he came back to life as like first this crazy woods monster and then later kind of a zombie or a Frankenstein mm-hmm. or a revenant. I think in D&D terms, he's definitely <laughs> a revenant. I really want to... I need to make that encounter. But anyway, I'm getting distracted. Uh, That explains why he's got that instinct to uh, punish Callie fornication. Absolutely. Which uh, leads you to the obvious connection that uh, he would be the ideal person to take up the role of a scout leader. Right, exactly. Because, like, what are the Boy Scouts of America if not sex positive? Just kidding, they're not. That's why Jason would be great at it. Yes, uh, there's definitely a a Venn diagram there. Dude, I told my mom about, like, 
my mom and I were just talking and she asked like what the podcast was going to be about. And I told her that basic premise and she was like, oh, and I was like, yeah, I don't really like these movies that much either. I mean, I love them. They're my favorite. Don't come at me. Uh, don't cancel me over Friday the 13th. <laughs> but I said like, and that's why he just like goes after people that have sex or do drugs or drink, you know, like a priest might. And she was like, huh. So is he good for us or bad for us? And I was like, that's super not the question you should be asking. Yeah, so... Like, uh, th the priest joke was a little off color, but then, like, <laughs> what a weird take. Yeah, th there's definitely a, a Venn diagram between the two. And in the middle is something I'll t today call no, no, no. Add a couple more no's, bud. Yeah, uh, <laughs> continuous no's. Uh, but I, I do recall from my time as a, a, a young scout that there is a scout law. Mm. Scout law? <laughs> yeah, a series of adjectives that might uh, that a scout aspires to be described as. Let's make a distinction here between summer camp and scouts. There is a difference. And so that's why we think that this change of career isn't very big, but it's enough of a difference that maybe Jason will flourish like a beautiful dead flower. Yeah, this might be a Jason that kind of turns his life around. Yeah. This is this is a Jason that uh that that finds something else to do. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like a little more dimensional Jason. That is something that I thought of when I was watching this. Like what's your end game? Like, <laughs> what does Jason want? I don't know. Once in a while, like, frequently he does kill, like, adults or just people bystanders. that are... Bystanders, people that are just in the woods. Mm -hmm. And I think the punishment is really being in the woods and the sex stuff is just gravy. You know, the hardest insect to capture is a dragonfly, in my experience. And in my entomology class, I only ever caught two dragonflies and it was simultaneously... So I can speak with some authority and say that it is definitely easier to hunt things that are fucking versus not. So maybe this is just like an odds thing, you know? Yeah, he, he's a, a predator of sorts and is very territorial, I imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, unless he hits, hitches a ride to Manhattan. Right. Oh, God, that... That movie seemed bad. I didn't even watch that one. I only watched, uh, I watched Freddy vs. Jason and I watched part four. Yeah, the the review of that is that he, I, it takes him an hour to get there of an hour and a half movie. That's, yeah. And, and they only can film in Manhattan for like two days because it's expensive. Uh, but okay, so back to the scout law. Uh, so, yes, uh, I, I, I really want to go over these like one by one. Uh, but first... Mm -hmm. Uh, do you want to go through the whole list, uh, list the whole, them all, or just tackle each at a time? Uh, no, let's, well, how many are there? Twelve. Oh, can we add just one more, please? Yes, uh, there is the, like, the standard scout motto of, uh, I did my best. I did my best. That's, that's definitely Jason's joie de vivre. Yes. Uh, joie de unvive. Let's let's tackle that first. Yeah, he no matter what, he does one thing, and he does his best every time. Yep, he doesn't skip out. Uh, so that that one's absolutely taken care of. And I, I'd mm -hmm. like to examine these thirteen points to see how he how well he scores. So uh, here's the uh, 
here's the list. Uh, a scout is trustworthy, loyal, helpful, friendly, courteous, kind, obedient, cheerful, thrifty, brave, clean, and reverent. What a weird list. And also, is that one rule or all of them? Because if it's just the one, I'm going to walk <laughs> the fuck out of here. <laughs> That's all. Those are the 12 uh, features of a scout. Okay, good. I was about to fold you up into a folding bed that's inexplicably, inexplicably in a bedroom for some reason. What, what I hate is that I remember having to memorize this, and there's no, like, rhyme, or, there's no iambic pentameter he, at work here. It's not alphabetical. There's no acronym you could make out of it? No, uh, they're just a real, real uh, minefield of, of sounds and mouth movements. <laughs> I mean, isn't that everything that we teach to kids under, like, 12 or so? Uh, I suppose. Uh, so, first off, uh, uh, here we go, first off. Having been a camp counselor. Oh, right. And unfortunately not having sex while a child died. Uh, <laughs> I can say that everything we teach to children is garbage. All right, go ahead. Well, on that note, trustworthy. Mm. Tells the truth, is honest, keeps his promises. I mean, he doesn't talk. So, in a way, he never lies. Doesn't lie. Yeah. But then, but then again, you can rely on him to... They always kind of have a pretty good understanding of what he's going to do next. Because it's probably Stab. I, I guess uh, oftentimes movies will end with, with some kind of twist ending or some change him up. But even so, I wouldn't call that... That's not Jason's work. Jason just does what he does and the world... <laughs> will do something different around him. No, Jason's a force. Jason's not really much of a character. Yes, he, he is definitely reliable. And trustworthy. Alright. Easy enough. Uh, loyal. Loyal. Now, at a bird's eye view, this looks like the same as trustworthy. No, uh, I think loyal means that you will, like, bend the knee to authority figures and trustworthy is like if trustworthy is good trustworthy is like loyal without authority yes uh trustworthy is kind of in general loyal i think is a little more personal yeah yeah so yeah is jason loyal i would argue yes <laughs> oh really i'm thinking no on this one but please i want to hear your Reasoning first. Well, he's loyal to his mom and his mom's head. Oh, that, that that's a uh, th that's a good point. Loyal is that he doesn't form personal relationships very frequently. No, but I think the nature of authority is that it has to be impersonal. Why do I keep fucking doing this where I just drop like something like that in the middle of our goofball podcast? I, 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 I don't. In the middle of our goofball podcast? Why the hell? Why? Maybe it's just my way of taking it seriously. I don't know. Well, hang up to the. to I. Uh, I'm reading this from a kind of a boy, boy scout trail.com. I think they have little paragraphs about each one. This one. Uh, I'm so what, glad the actual Boy Scouts managed to snag that URL. <laughs> yes, that, not that's Robert right. W. Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he had his own scout encounter. Of, uh, uh, but, go check out episode eleven. I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, no, it's eleven. 
Yeah, so uh, the quote here is that scouts need to be loyal to the laws of our country and the people that represent those laws. Oh, oh, oh. So the oh, fact scouts, that he I got murders, bad news for y'all. Yeah, the, 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 the killing violently part okay. is probably not loyal. That part is true. He does He does stab people pretty bad, and he isn't a cop, so yeah, no, that's illegal. <laughs> Yeah, uh, trustworthy is one thing, but, like, against the law, yeah. I mean, uh, if that's how you're defining loyalty, then he definitely <laughs> is not loyal. Completely fair. Right. So, I, I, all right, we're, we're one for one on them. Uh, helpful. Helpful. Well, no. He just kind of murders people for no reason. <laughs> I don't really think that helps anyone or anything. Well, uh, okay. I'm trying to, I'm remembering all the you know, micro scenarios I recall from this, this past situation. And if he's ever gotten anyone like out of a, out of trouble, has a Jason murder ever like, like gone good <laughs> for someone like I'm... their, their landlord wanted them to like pay rent and was like violently chasing them. But then, uh oh, they went to the woods and Jason's there has their back. Uh, no, he doesn't really do come up. It's the one example I can remember from Freddy vs. Jason. I didn't really pay attention to part four that much, the final chapter. But the one example I can remember is uh, my favorite character from that movie, Gib. Who's, uh, who's, like, boyfriend is an asshole. And after uh, she finishes having sex with him, she goes to take a shower. And then Jason comes and folds him into a folding bed that's inexplicably in a bedroom. Which... <laughs> Not where you put a folding bed, but okay. And, uh, like, she's very sad, but her boyfriend really was a jerk. And then later, she, uh, Freddy Krueger puts her to sleep in a cornfield. And uh, some guy covered in glow sticks starts to try and rape her. And then Jason stabs them both. And they both die. And uh, that's... So... Yeah, I... I guess I'm, no. <laughs> not really at all. He's very self-centered. Kind of a double-edged sword, which is funny because Jason doesn't have a double-edged sword. He has... Yeah, it's... He'll he'll kill the bad guys and you. And... Because he kills. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's I, kind I, of I, like... It is kind of like death in that way. He comes for us all... And Death also wears a hockey mask. Also, his relationship with his mother is not very, like, he goes from boy to, uh, like, you know, Avenger in a way. It's it's not really, you don't see him, like, he, there's no, been no moments of him, like, doing chores or helping out around the house. No. Well, he did, he did uh, make her head, like, an object of a shrine. Yeah, but that, that doesn't seem... <laughs> That's helpful. <laughs> it's it's honor, it's reverence, which we might let's circle back on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll get back to that. Uh, uh, but okay, not not helpful. Friendly. Uh, no, <laughs> friendly. I'm gonna go with no specifically for a moment in Jason Takes Manhattan, where he's uh walking past some <laughs> youths that have a boombox, and he just knocks it over, and keeps yeah. walking past. <laughs> That's very unfriendly. I don't know. Really? That's the yeah. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, he won't like. You can't like have a beer with him on your front porch. No, no. I don't know if he uh, can eat 
<laughs> You're right. The uh, hockey mask doesn't have like a mouth part to it, does it? No, that'd be really funny if it did. Just like blah blah blah. <laughs> I like to see J- Jason with a bunch of straws and the little like air holes. <laughs> oh man, that'd be if maybe they if weren't uh, straws and they were like some kind of tentacle thing. That would be really scary. Yeah, but maybe if he wasn't in Manhattan for more than uh more than like a half hour, then he'd get like you go to like a bar, get an order, just a bunch of little tendril straws. That'd be like. <laughs> he just like he orders a beer and like tries to drink it and it doesn't really work and then the bartender just like shakily puts like a little bendy straw in there and he's just like and you know what i think i think it'd be a sports bar <laughs> because of oh. the I, I, the more i look at jason the more i realize that he is definitely a sports fan he does have a hockey mask mm-hmm. that, that that's that that is what i'm judging him on yes and that's, is there another reason or like, is it just that one? No, I just want to keep that in mind. I feel like it might come up soon. Okay. I thought there was like one where maybe Jason plays basketball. Like yeah. Jason versus the Harlem Glo- Globetrotters or something. <laughs> oh man. Do, do you think, do you think the, uh, what's the, the enemy team called? Um, the Washington Capitals, I think. Sorry. Washington Nationals Generals. is a real generals okay washington generals which yeah i'd like to see jason on the generals i've typed in washington capital into google as if that was going to find <laughs> what i was looking for no no it, it, yeah, gee the, huh so, so did you know there's I, a whole city <laughs> you don't say it's the dangest whole- thing Oh, wait, we're explicit. It's the darndest thing. A whole district, after all? Huh, a whole district named after Columbia, a real monster. So, right. yeah, uh, uh, the Washington Generals, I'd love to see Jason on the, their team, because I think he's just as, like, tricky and nefarious. Mm. Like, he'll, he'll, like, he'll like shine the spotlight in people's eyes and, and pop the basketball with his machete. Now, are those on the list, tricky and nefarious? Uh, no, I don't think a scouts aspire to either of those. Uh, See, that's how you really survive in the woods, is trickery and nefarity. Mm-hmm. That's so, how you okay. beat a snake, is you just, like, tie its shoelaces together. Of all the animals, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, okay, uh... Really screwed that one up? So, I feel like we were just on the opposite side of this one, but... A scout is courteous. Oh, um, no. <laughs> a polite to everyone, regardless of their age or position. But not race or gender identity. Uh, does not seem on here. No, it's just ageist. Huh. All right, okay. Uh, respect us elders. That's it. Oh, no, they're, they, they get into it down here. Uh, you oh, know, whether good, it's a, good, good. That's a young girl, an old, an old stooped woman. Uh, a uh, a rich businessman or a school janitor tag yourself i'm uh, i'm the bent over old woman <laughs> see when you turn 11 you get to put on this hat and it talks to you and uh <laughs> you can pick one of four kinds of human being you can be little girl old lady uh principal or or janitor R- rich businessman or janitor rich businessman or janitor which hang on a Where second here. From? Yeah. <laughs> that I I I want to say, okay, Ravenclaw, 
<laughs> um, Slytherin, <laughs> Gryffindor, and Hufflepuff. Okay, which one is which? Uh, sorry, young girl is the Ravenclaw. Stupid okay. woman is the Slytherin. Rich businessman is the Gryffindor, and janitor is the Hufflepuff. I would absolutely say rich businessman is the Slytherin. Mm, you're you're correct, but there's no hero in this story. I guess the young girl. The the young girl is like she's the Luke Skywalker, like Katniss, like she comes from a simple place. And she needs to go to the big fancy place and murder some fascists. That's fair. And the old lady has wisdom, so she can be Ravenclaw. Yeah, better better call, better call. Yeah, better better uh, call. <laughs> All right. <laughs> nah. Hey, uh, okay. What I, if I just said I, the name on, of the show? I, Is that I, a I, joke? I, I'm putting my foot down. We cannot let another like bit pass. <laughs> next okay. time next time it slips out of our fingers we have to grab a hold of it like jason might <laughs> like the, the right. like jason series is slipping away from us and we're like no we have to make three more <laughs> <laughs> oh man remember when he went to space that was oh, great yeah. i've <laughs> seen that one i saw that one before uh just out of just out of the random we watched that one uh very different for sure but he that's good that it's different. Do you remember any other characteristics of Jason that haven't been expressed in these other movies? Yeah, no, no there are none. <laughs> okay. He's just still like... There are no characteristics of Jason. Still immortal, still kind of angry. Uh, courteous, polite. <laughs> Again, the radio is very... Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that courteous and polite are two different ones? No, uh, I'm saying that that's a synonym. Oh, okay, good. Uh, but yes, it's like you know, I, like, I he's my not like a, is very dim of this yeah, list. Jason's not a. Uh, th- there are some very similar ones. We'll get to that in a second here. But yeah, Jason's not really a, a gentleman. <laughs> he won't like open a door for someone. No, no, he's more of like a stab monster. I can't yeah. think of a single one where he's like jokingly like held the door open for someone. Like he gets. Like, a scene where he's in, like, Manhattan or wherever, and, like, he gets caught holding the door open for, like, a stream of a bunch of people. Yeah, no, it would be more like, like he opens the door to let, to, or hides behind a door and slams someone, like, between the door and the frame. Yeah. So, yeah, not Real courteous. funny, real funny, real funny jokes. <laughs> well, t- alright, uh, a scout is kind. That's not a character trick. Y'all, they taught me this in, like... <laughs> first grade reading class yeah. nice kind and good are not character traits yeah you have the you have the teacher that put like gravestones of those words up on the on the wall what <laughs> no oh. that's a little far i think um, my my, my, my third grade shit. teacher <laughs> in, in an attempt to uh, teach us to to not use such kind of basic uh, adjectives as nice and kind uh, f- cre- crafted some like gravestones with the word nice and the word kind on them and hung them like from the ceiling oh my god like <laughs> that is I mean yes I too went to catholic school but <laughs> oh my god I will also like we're talking about protagonists of like 10 page stories that eight-year-olds read in class like they're not gonna have a lot of character traits besides nice kind and good 
Yeah, I, I I agree with the grammatical lesson. I I think the delivery was uh, poor. You, you you don't say hanging a headstone is a bad way to communicate a message to seven yeah. year olds. And eight- Every time I go into the, my third grade class, I see a, a tombstone with the word "nice" on it. <laughs> yeah, really. Okay. Wow. Uh, I think Common uh, Core might be okay after all. <laughs> however, uh, so he, here's a line from this. Kindness should be first practiced by a scout in his own home. It can be a difficult challenge to show kindness to those in your family, but you should, is I think the rest of the paragraph. So he does show kindness to people in his family first. Yes. Ignoring the whole, ignoring some of the implications of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's on good terms with, uh, let's see, an enemy can also be shown kindness. Okay, well, well, I got bad news vis-a-vis uh, that. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and again, uh, random acts of kindness. Random I think acts are, of killing, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the exact opposite of random acts of kindness, so. Oh. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, I don't think, I don't think Jason Voorhees is a good scoutmaster. I'm gonna... I feel like we've almost walked ourselves in a corner here. Well, hold on. We've been doing it all wrong. We're seeing if he would be a good scout. Mm-hmm. Not a good scout leader. Hmm. Yep. Uh, I mean, these aspects should apply to a scout leader. Ideally, yes. But do we really think the Cub Scouts is an ideally run organization? <laughs> do you really think that hierarchy has absolutely no problems whatsoever? No, uh, I think that he, uh, uh, yes, so, uh, but maybe we should look at more, like, yeah, enforcing kindness, Ooh. which, okay, uh, I I still think we might be a strikeout on this topic. No, 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 <laughs> because here's the thing, he doesn't normally, like, sta- if, like, your landlord is being a jerk, and, like, the landlord goes out to the woods to pee, I guess, then Jason doesn't stab the landlord. Like, that sort of thing doesn't happen. But right. I think if, like, a kid in Cub Scouts is getting bullied... Oh. Those bullies are not going to survive. Yeah. Because that... that is the reason why Jason is like how he is, though. <laughs> Absolutely. That's... <laughs> what's Th- These are so overlapping. Because I'm, I'm looking at this now, and I'm like... Oh, yeah, so he, he was helpful towards that scout. Oh, no, I mean, he was friendly towards that scout. Oh, no, I mean, he was courteous. And just... <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I wouldn't call him kind. I, I don't think that's no. the one that can, can, can turn his way. But I, I, I like, the, uh, like the attitude. I like the, positive, the power of positive thinking. Because this next one, uh, obedient. Obedient. Well, well, okay, where is he getting his orders from? Because his mom never said, hey, kill everyone. Correct. He's uh, kind of a loose cannon on that that front. And uh, he doesn't obey laws. No. (laughs) And he doesn't obey the rules of his own, like, mythology. That's that's (laughs) pretty inconsistent, yeah. So I think uh, three strikes and obedience out. Let's just... Mm. (laughs) Let's move along here. Oh, okay. But does he obey the will of God? Once again, we'll get down to reverent for that. Okay. Uh, cheerful. No. 
<laughs> Wait a minute. Why is he, that value? That's not a value. Cheerful isn't good. A scout all, uh, looks for the bright side of life. Like, okay, but like, what if like someone gets murdered in front of you and you just have a big old smile because you're a cub scout? Like, cheerful is not, it's not bad to be upset. Uh, yeah, uh, reading through this, it, it seems like a, it's a long way of it's saying like uh, being positive. Well, okay, but what if a negative thing is happening to you? Mm-hmm. Uh, That's a such a weird standard to hold kids to. I don't know. It seems yeah. like they're trying to fix depression through like rules that you have to follow. <laughs> uh, I do want to say that, uh, it, especially in some of the later movies, Jason is, gets very, very happy about some of his kills and gets real into it. Okay. For for the, for, for doing fair. for doing only one thing, he doesn't like he's he's not he's not like the same like kind of Michael Myers like sad and grim. I see a, a glee from him when he's accomplishing these kills. I guess we can't really tell if under the mask he's got a big old smile or not. So <laughs> I guess I can't knock him for not being cheerful. I mean, you don't knock a dead body in a sleeping bag against a tree like seven times without having the time of your life. Yeah, he he could just he didn't have to do that, like all his like creative no. kills and stuff like that. It's not he does it for the the fun of it. He went above and beyond. Mm-hmm. So, uh, definitely cheerful. Okay, okay, that's I think that's our first unambiguous green check. Uh, we had a couple early on that he was uh, trustworthy and loyal. Oh, right. I can't or, remember our own goddamn episode. That's <laughs> that happened moments ago. I, I should have a live like document so you you see what I'm marking. No, down. no, no. This is what happens when I stop taking it seriously with all of my like deep quotes about the nature of power. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have definitely marked him down as um, <laughs> cheerful, thrifty. I've never seen him spend a dime. I don't know about you. <laughs> After- I think he's pretty thrifty. Yeah, he does not. He uses everything in his environment. He, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he definitely. Le- what's your what's what's that one model that you have about campsites? Like leave uh, only footprints. Take nothing. Yeah, take nothing but pictures. Leave nothing but corpses. I mean footprints. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. He doesn't really. Well, okay. Environmental degradation is not one of the Cub Scout rules, so I guess that's fair. No. I'm pretty sure but, a corpse yeah. is definitely polluting. That's pretty much the worst polluting you can do, really. In, in, in a, <laughs> We're going to nail yes. him for littering. But, you know, they the, the <laughs> ambulances arrive, they cart people away. He, he, what he does, what he really does is like, he doesn't, as you said, doesn't spend a dime. Whatever he, he he'll, he'll use whatever he finds near him. No, he built that house for himself out of just, like, metal that he found. Yeah. He did, and he lives in, like, the, the lake. <laughs> That's too. He just... Well, he doesn't live in the lake. That's not the... He does not yeah, live in the lake. You know, he lives in the woods by the lake. And he just winds up in the lake dead at the end of every movie. And then he comes back at the beginning of the next movie. With Excalibur. Right. Yeah, with Excalibur. Oh, man. Hmm. That's a... Pretty good he crossover. does go into a lake with a sword at the end of every movie. Is that on purpose? What, what huh. usually with 
after sustaining some kind of bladed wound, right? Not and every time. And it comes time, back. But... And it comes back in the time of Britain's greatest need <laughs> with eight other monsters. So I guess that's right. Uh, yeah, but he absolutely. This is like I, I see him as a thrifty figure. Here's another question. Why is thrifty one of the values? Like, what boomer nonsense is this? <laughs> that's... Th thriftiness. Like, that's not... That's not uh, as good as being kind. Yeah, like, being... A, also, uh, I guess thrifty a, is not charitable. It's like uh, effective like, with, mom uh, with money and cooking gear and stuff like that. That's not... Small yeah, it's definitely a, the, the black sheep of this list. That's not a... That's just very capitalist. That's not charitable or like generous or uh or like hedonistic or anything it's just hedonism you could speak against okay sure but the opposite of hedonistic is not thrifty because that's just like save as much money as possible and that's just hedonism in another way uh so uh, uh this one this next one is undeniably scouty uh you can you can just hang a hat on this uh brave yeah, yeah. That's a that's a. I would call that a, a generally a, a positive thing to aspire to be. Well, I mean, terrorists are brave. Okay, <laughs> that I think the man of deep quotes is just <laughs> it uh, lives in a world of advocating devils. Who is the man of deep quotes? Even <laughs> like what what ghost uh, or creature is possessing me? <laughs> Well, not Jason, of course. <laughs> Maybe it man. is. He's a man of deep, but not a man of quotes. Maybe it is. He can't <laughs> think talk, if... so he talks through other people. But there was a whole uh, movie kind of similar to that, come to think of it. Where he just possesses other people. That does happen. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Brave. Absolutely, Jason has no fear. Jason doesn't even afraid of anything. <laughs> Jason never ever scary. Jason Jason never ever scary. Jason doesn't even ever afraid of anything. No, I think that's fair. He's also yeah. kind of a terrorist, so I guess he <laughs> checks off this on the Cub Scout list. Yep, so uh He's like a terrorist without a cause, one of the least successful films of all time. That was the uh the poorly received sequel to the one Harrison Ford president plane movie. My brain is is is, is magma. I don't know. I, I think it's my lack of AC, but my my interior organs are just turning into mush. Oh god. Uh, well, I mean, if you want, I can come over to your house and jab a piece of wrought iron fencing into your chest and wait for lightning. Yeah, that that that'll usually pick me back right back up. That's, it's like that or coffee. Depends on the day, you know? Okay, uh, joining the thrifty end of the spectrum. Oh, boy. Uh, Scout is clean. <laughs> clean. Clean. That's such a weird... Clean child. Yes, good. Clean children taste better. Like... Ah, <laughs> uh, there's a there's an environmental message in here. About, yes, oh, clean your oh, environment. okay. And stuff like I that. love the non-originalist like reading of the Cub Scout rules <laughs> that they clearly put in later. Like, yeah, yeah, they they really expanded upon this this lore. Like clean counts as environmentally friendly. Like that's but, 
I don't what know the, about that. Uh, but... the, the, re, listen, listen, the term filthy liar is spot on correct. And they, they talk about that a bit more. It just back to the we've already talked about lying and honesty and all that. <laughs> You're just we? making it more similar to the other ones. Yeah, it's why are there 12 of these? If there, you can just have one. A scout is good. A scout is nice, <laughs> just... kind and good and dead on a tombstone because of Jason. <laughs> yeah, Adam's third grade teacher, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, they keep sister their gear Jason clean. Voorhees because Catholic school. Mm-hmm. They they keep their gear clean. <laughs> they uh, they keep honorable jobs. This is a uh, I. This is this has nothing to do with cleanliness anymore. I thought yeah. this was just like a a scout is always covered in soap and butter. Like <laughs> butter's not uh, clean. I... Why do I think butter is clean? That makes no sense. Butter is the opposite of clean. No, no, no. Oh, man, I made uh, this great bagel melt this morning for breakfast. That thought crossed my mind, and it went into the you-should-say-that pile. And <laughs> I was like, why? And then I was like, no, let's talk about how I thought that was an appropriate thing to talk about right now. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Jason, apps, I clean? No. No, not He's, even a little bit. Not even remotely. He is a pile oh, uh, of worms. Hang on, he ends every movie back in the lake, though. I think that counts as littering with his own corpse. I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're right, he just... He, it's a big mess that he indulges in. No, no, he just leaves a bunch of bodies in the woods for the authorities to pick up, and then he throws himself into the lake. The ultimate final act of littering. <laughs> like some uh, like okay. cartoon villain whose like, crime is littering. <laughs> the yeah. killing joke for him is just like... <laughs> There's only one more way I can litter. <laughs> I've littered everything except one. <laughs> Stab Blake. Th- throws himself away. That's yeah. There's only one more thing I can throw away. My life. <laughs> My ambitions. <laughs> Byronic littering. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, is... So back to. Uh, disgracing the world with his corpse at the end. My air conditioning's Reverent. working just fine. I'm just getting contact brain melts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Reverent is the final one. Well, I do think he follows the will of God pretty well, but like an angry Old Testament God that wants you to kill like the Acabites or something. Yeah, we had that point earlier about premarital sex. Mm-hmm. So that's a uh, yeah. I I could see a Jason who envisages, envisages himself as the as the hammer of God. Oh, and he would the have machete, a hammer, the machete of God. That's so much cooler. Can I just say? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. You're <laughs> the hammer, of, hammer of God is good at smashing like civilizations and stuff like that. But machete, like that, gets the point across. Hammer of God sounds like some kind of alt right website. And Machete of God just sounds as cool as hell. Yeah, absolutely. Or like a, like a terrorist sect. So that's a plus. Uh, we said this stuff about his, uh, his, his mom <laughs> taking care of was very reverent. His knees weak, arms are heavy. There's blood on his sweater already. God's machete. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Thanks. Uh, but yeah, no, he is, he's definitely... Uh, wields the might of an angry god so i i can't say mm. call that anything but reverent i'm hey i'm adding that to the uh, to this D character i'm making of him now okay uh, so well that's our list 
that's the list. Uh, Jason does his best. Mm-hmm. Trustworthy. Mm-hmm. He's uh, he's reverent. He's brave, thrifty, and cheerful. Wait, how many is that? Uh, that is five. I'm sorry, six. That's most six, of them. <laughs> six out of seven is like a little is on is on the downside of half. That's more than half. <laughs> oh yeah, he sure yeah. is a scoutmaster, ain't he? Well, okay, no, this didn't work. But I have a yeah. better idea. Oh, uh, do you I want to be- do a little game here? little game called monster rehab that we like to do sometimes where we find out where this monster is going to go into society absolutely so yeah a scout master is not the job for jason but what could be probably not here's my pitch cop uh so internal affairs <laughs> like, into, like in, inside I, in, inside the corpses no no <laughs> like, no like, like no, like he's an internal affairs officer and he investigates police corruption. We, we just got to tell him about all the other rules besides don't have sex when you're supposed to be watching the kids. That is a rule oh. that he knows and he enforces with a machete. If we can tell him all of the codes of conduct for law enforcement officers, mm. there will be not one misbehaving cop in this goddamn country. Yeah, that's a very good call. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, he can definitely... A crack down there. He'll he'll use whatever's at his disposal because he's thrifty, and uh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. uh, do, that's oh uh, my god, these ballooning brave... police budgets are ridiculous. So yeah. I think thrifty is going to be incredibly useful. Absolutely, and uh, trustworthy too, be- because he's so trustworthy. Uh, he could, that's ex- exactly what we want for, from someone investigating corruption. Yeah, and what are some of the ones that he is not? Uh, he is not loyal. So there are the police. Uh, well, to get undercover and to kind of get buddy buddy with some of the bad cops, it, it's mm-hmm. good that you're not loyal to them. Right? No. Yeah. They they would like that because they're disloyal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the police he would be investigating would be the disloyal ones, so they would get along with other. Yeah. He's not obedient. Ah. Um... But. <laughs> so. I, I... I feel like we can look. He's done. He's not enforcing the rules because he loves the rules so much. He's enforcing the rules because he's angry. We just got to get him mad about cops. Okay, uh, I see that you're steering the thunderstorm. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just remembered something. Oh yeah. Jason died in 1958, around the age of 10. Jason was born mm-hmm. in 1948. Jason's a boomer. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm scared huh. of Jason Voorhees for the first time. <laughs> How's that for your for your Friday the 13th reboot? Yeah, now I'm scared. That explains his stance on premarital sex a lot. Oh, it goes a long way. Yeah. Oh wow. my god. Oh, wait. I wonder if he'll hate Nazis then. Hmm. Uh, all the better for internal affairs. So I think uh, that's a, a a much better position to him than a mindless killer of the woods and like. Honestly, there aren't many positions that are worse, but I think maybe <laughs> uh, Cub Scout leader is one of them. I think we just we came pretty close to blowing it this week. <laughs> well, look, we we asked the question, would he? And the answer is no. Yeah, in science, there's no such thing as a failed experiment. There's just a negative result.
That's what I said when the goats ate the sign that was supposed to be standing up in the petting zoo. And <laughs> that's what I'm saying now. Dumb metaphor. Take us away. All right. Uh, uh, to a very ironic place for Jason, the final rating place. Oh, he'll be back. Oh, yeah. There's there's no, nothing final about Jason. Uh, but I, I, I believe I kind of... The more we explored his one dimensionality, I I really want to give him a a six out of thirteen, like kind of right right below average. Well, isn't that exactly what he got in the? <laughs> yes, in the, the whole episode of... was was potentially a final a final rating place here. I'm gonna give him seven out of thirteen. Oh, we didn't even talk about how good he would be at selling Girl Scout cookies because we made it specifically Cub Scouts. Ding dong, <laughs> just standing there. Like, oh, oh boy, I can't eat any Thin Mints. Ch -ch -ch -ch. Ah, ah, ah. I'll take two. Um, th thank you. <laughs> Jason gets away with 20 bucks. <laughs> that, now that's thrifty. He's going to get that merit badge. <laughs> then you can take the Thin Mints off the corpse and just sell them to the next blood splattered house. All right. Good job, Jason. This is extremely thrifty. Uh, well, we'll tune in next time. Where we uh, get, where we go out of the woods and into the future, where things are very dangerous. I swear to God, we're getting out of the woods. Most cryptids that we'll cover will be woods-based. Rest in peace. Nice and kind. Ah.